Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. What's up, Drama Free? Welcome to episode eight. Uh, we have now been doing the podcast for two months. We're averaging about 105 listeners a episode, um, and that's average. We we keep going up every week, so we see promising numbers. We see uh, definitely a good um, activity on our our content callouts every week. And uh, yeah, so you all know me. I'm Chad. Um, I'm the line. I got Joey and Derek. Or, or AKA Hollywood, and uh, we're gonna do this uh, special edition of the podcast. We usually do it on Thursday nights. Uh, tonight is a one night only special edition since everybody's gonna be cramming their face full of turkey and stuffing tomorrow. We decided to get together and uh, you know participate in this chugs giving. Joy, what are you drinking on? I just opened up the new hotness from Wildworks, Amarillo Basic Bits. Not too bad. Holy Beautiful shit, kid. Amarillo, huh? I love Amarillo hops. That's pretty damn good. Sounds delicious. Yeah. And uh, Derek, is. why don't you tell Yo. everybody what you're drinking <laughs> on right now? Dude, I am <laughs> jacked up right now, drama free. What up? Uh, coming out to you from San Diego. I can't tell you what I'm jacked up on, though. Because the company is cheap, and they didn't want to sponsor the podcast, something about we don't have enough viewership or listenership or whatever. So I'm not going to plug them, but I'm jacked up. All right. <laughs> he's jacked <laughs> up on life, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, he's jacked up on life. I want to talk, talk to at least five drama-free members call in. I'm going to send a bottle to one of the five callers. If we get five callers tonight, unique callers, don't call in five times because we see the phone number. But if we get five callers tonight, I'm sending one of the five a bottle, and it's going to be a good-ass bottle because I haven't been drinking for, like, two months yesterday. And uh, so do it if you if you want or don't because I'll just keep it. But That's right. That's right. Yeah, we, we started the uh, podcast right after you, you had to stop drinking. Um, for yeah, this, I just had uh, to special podcast when I stopped drinking. <laughs> as, as horrible timing on your part, Derek. Uh, that was your fault. You could have called it two months earlier. Well, you know what? Let me get this number out here for your BIF, all right? 646-200-4505. To call in, 646-200-4505. All right. Uh, Joey, looking at the content list, what do you want to start off with? Oh man, we can't we we can't go to fifteen yet, can we? We can't just go right no. full load. Mm. No, we can't. Well, you you are fine. You're fine. We were talking about we're talking about we you know we're doing a we're doing a special night because you know it's tomorrow's Thanksgiving and people are going to be you know well safe for the vegans. People are going to be you know eating some turkey and a little stuffing, maybe some potatoes and whatnot. So let's let's start talking about what beer goes with turkey. Let's take number three there. Number three off the list. All right, hey Derek. Uh, Number so, what beer do you drink with turkey when you are drinking? Dude, uh, I have a Thanksgiving beer, and 
I, there's a, I don't know, man. There's like at least a 60% chance I'm jumping off the wagon tomorrow because I have to have this beer. Um, but Home Sour Home from Rare Barrel is my favorite Thanksgiving beer in the world. Um, I love it. It's just, it's Thanksgiving to me. It tastes like pie. And actually, right now I want to have, I want to have some. It's gonna be really hard. And then I have also, um, if things get real crazy on Thanksgiving, uh, I for the last maybe two or three years, I, I do usually um, Pugachev's Cobra um, from uh, from Hanger. That stuff is another good, just warm you up, make you feel like the holidays. It's 80 degrees in San Diego today, so I don't even know why I want to get warmed up, but it just makes you feel good. Um, so, yeah, those are my two, like, Thanksgiving beers. I don't know if they necessarily go well with turkey, but that's Thanksgiving to me, Home Sour Home and Pugachev's Cobra. Damn. All right. Joey, mm. your thoughts? <clears throat> Some good beers there. A little jealous what Derek's going to be having tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, you know, so w- when I do my turkey, I, I like to I like to mix I like to make a glaze which is essentially a mix of like orange orange marmalade and and either rum or bourbon depending on on what you know what's open what's available. Um, so usually I want I want something that goes to that something that's kind of like stone fruit. Um, so I have to say that I'll probably have to I probably have to go with with um probably with with either a peach or an apricot fruited sour from Casey. I think that's going to be be one that I'll have with my turkey tomorrow. Um, so you know once the turkey's done, it's all about those pastry stouts. So. All right. Well, let's see here. When I when I smoke a turkey, I use cherry wood and I will baste it and um, brine it, if you will, in Dr Pepper. So and then I will inject it right before throwing it in the smoker. So I'd have to say right now the beer because I just actually put my cellar up since we moved in the house this weekend. Um, nice. The beer that I would probably drink tomorrow while while eating the turkey, or maybe I'll just you know, say, screw it, I'm going to drink it while smoking the turkey, is uh, I think I got a, a pre-sellout Wicked Weed cherry, uh, barrel-aged cherry bomb that they uh, they made. I don't know the exact name of it, but I just know it says cherry, big and bright on the label, and it, it's calling my name. Um, uh, you know, re- really, to drink w- with with turkey, um, anything, because usually when you're eating turkey at Thanksgiving, you're probably with family, you know, I mean, my family, I love my family. I love being around them, but sometimes it's just too much. So any beer at that point <laughs> is good. Chad, can you I both. jump in real quick? Yeah. I got I got to add something, and I, this may be like a little um, detour here, but I know we have a lot of smokers, um, barbecue dudes in Drama Free because we've had a couple posts on it. But we got to go back to that turkey brine you're talking about, dude. You do a Dr. Pepper turkey brine. Is it straight? Dr. Pepper, that's it. What else is in it? How long are you brining it? I got to know. Uh, so I do. <laughs> so you guys are going to think this this is going to sound nasty. So I, I will do. Uh, nasty. That's why I'm asking you to describe it, man, because I got to figure out what the hell is going <laughs> well, on here. <laughs> it, it, it pairs with the cherry wood. So I'll do. So I, I normally will. Uh, I'll soak the chips, the cherry wood chips, in Dr. Pepper, and then. With when I make the brine, um, usually I just do the actual brine, the standard brine, and I'll, I'll pour a little Dr. Pepper in the in the package just to. I don't know why I do it. It probably doesn't help at all because it's going to smoke out. 
Um, it's the injection, really, because I use a Cajun butter. You, I don't make it. I go to Walmart, Cajun butter injection, um, and it, it it is phenomenal. It's got a little bit of garlic in it. It's it's like the Papa John's butter that you get, or the, the little oh. garlic butter you get. And then I inject that, and I will actually put in some Dr. Pepper in there, too. And then as it's smoking, when I'm, you know, checking on it, I'll pour a little bit in the bottom of the pan so that flavor just, you know, it, it smokes out the cherry wood, and then also the, uh, the water pan will have it in there so it's kind of baking off and then get the aroma into the turkey. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's fall off the bones. delicious. I haven't had a complaint yet. And so I, I slow smoke, so it's about 12 hours. You're, you're just you're just mixing Dr. Pepper into your brine. Correct. Oh, okay. okay. If, that if, sounds a little more... If you I did a straight you, Dr. Pepper brine... Yeah, I thought you were filling no, up a five-gallon bucket no. with Dr. Pepper and dunking your turkey in there for 24 hours. No, that that would actually really be bad because it will dry out your turkey pretty quickly because of all the sugar. So, yeah. Um, probably eat the yeah. turkey. Let's see on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, cool. That actually does sound pretty good. I'm doing a turkey tomorrow, and I'm doing a turkey on Sunday. Um, I got my recipe pretty down pat, but I don't know. There's Dr. Pepper in the house. I might have to get get crazy. Tony, cherry wood and Dr. Pepper, soaking in Dr. Pepper for, you know, uh, I usually do it overnight. So tonight I've got chips uh, and, chips and wood soaking in Dr. Pepper. So I, I, uh, I'm I, telling you, man, it, it really makes a difference. Yeah, that that sounds really good, man. I use hickory uh, hickory chunks and cherry chips, um, uh, and uh, a little bit of apple actually on my tri tips. So I like apple wood too. Pecan's good, but you can't find it anywhere. Good. Well, I, really, I'll send you some pecan for beer. Bro, if you got pecan, <laughs> send it out. ISO ISO FT my entire cellar, dude. Whatever. Oh, I, I love pecan. We got we got pecan here. Yeah, I, I'll send it to you, Derek. We'll link off no, right I said here. Pecan, not pecan, whatever you just said. Pecan, bro. Pecan pie. Pecan. Pecan. It's pecan. <laughs> pecan. It's pecan. Hot dog sandwich. <laughs> hey, I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> well, potato, potato, man. It is what it is. So, what do we got? We're, is 15 the topic we've been avoiding for like three weeks? We're going to keep avoiding it, Derek. Nobody talks about right, 15 hey. yet. Dude, I like 15. It's all good. Yeah, let's avoid it, though, because we haven't had a caller yet, and I, I called for callers, and we haven't even gotten one, and I'm a little disappointed in you, Drama Free. You know, I am, too. That, that It is kind of disappointing. We haven't had one. I know people are listening. Um, Dan, call in, damn it. You know, the, the, the oddity... The, the oddity is that as soon as we fired this up, there was like three or four different live feeds, um, you know, in the group. So I think that, that there might be a little sharing of attention at this moment. So trying to they might come back. Right now? Well, you know, as soon as Bud Todd does, you know, post anything, it's like fucking drama free just, just crashes. Like everyone just gets sucked into the whiteness. It's amazing. Did it, didn't we Bud Todd find a non-compete <laughs> clause or something? Move What's away from the light, gentlemen and ladies. Move away from the light. Oh, we got a caller, gentlemen. Bud Todd got a signed a non-compete, man. Oh, my God. We got a, I hope it's Bud Todd. But that dude signed a non-compete, bro. We, we're taking his ass to court. Bud Todd, you cannot post this <laughs> podcast. That is BS. I, hey. I got a good lawyer, bro. I got a Derek, good lawyer. You don't want to mess with me, Bud Todd. All right, Drama Derek, Free Radio. Up. Who we got in line? Hey, guys. It's Pat. What's going on? Oh, it's not right. 
Who are you? Pat Matler. Hey, what's up? That's me. How's the uh, how's the podcast going? I was just listening to some entertaining talk about cherry wood chips. <laughs> yeah, man, we we got in the barbecue a little bit. Dang. So who's actually? What are you, uh, what are you drinking with your turkey, turkey tomorrow? Me? Let's see here. Uh, I was gonna rely on my brother to supply the beer, seeing as we're going over to our parents' house, but uh, I just got a. Uh, it's three scoops answer uh, crawler in the mail today, so I'll bring that over and we'll we'll open that up because I don't feel like dealing with more Harper than uh, I already get from all the food. All right. So, uh, yeah, Pat, got a question for you. Sure. Is a hot dog a sandwich? You don't no, have to answer this, Pat. You do have to answer it. Yep. Valid answer. Like, a sandwich goes between two pieces of bread. A hot dog goes on a roll. Pat, you're the best caller we've had so far tonight. I'd like to give you the award so far for best caller. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 I mean, that wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't tough. <laughs> But, All right. Are there, there people, right. there, there people out there that still think a hot dog is a sandwich? Absolutely. You're talking to one of them right yeah. now. Yeah, like like 75% no. of this podcast. Yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood over there is the only one that thinks a hot dog is not a sandwich. No, I am not no. the only one that thinks a hot dog is not a sandwich. I'm the only one that knows a hot dog is not a sandwich. You guys think <laughs> a hot dog is a sandwich. There we go. Team hey. hot dog, not a sandwich. Hey, Pat, are you drinking right now? I am. I am. I actually just poured another beer. What are you drinking, buddy? Let's see what we got here. I just picked this up today from uh, Evil Twin, Breaking the Waves, double dry hopped uh, IPA with lactose. It's all right. For being on the shelves in Rochester, it's not the worst thing that you can pick up. Nice. Sounds good. Sounds damn good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, you know, so so you were listening to the the first question here. What uh, what beer do you drink with your turkey? What what are you going to drink tomorrow? So when we sit down to actually get to dinner, I'll probably grab something uh, something darker. I'll probably pull a uh, a stout out or something. I'm not quite sure. Uh, what that will be yet, but uh, I'll pull out a darker beer to go with uh, to go with dinner. Holy shit! I just Light had like a mind-blowing dip. beer. Yeah, it, I mean it's family. You got to go with something that's at least double-digit ABV, right? Oh. I do agree. I do agree. I'll be by myself tomorrow. Uh, my wife's going back to Davenport to visit her mom and dad, and I'm just tired of driving. So uh, I'm gonna be. Drinking my dinner tomorrow. You can come to my house. So, yeah, I'm going to get down like and play a, uh, right now. Not even going to do like a small turkey or something for yourself? You got a deep fryer? Grab an eight-pound turkey? I'm, gonna, toss I'm it smoking in. a turkey. Yeah. I got a, uh, I got, I'm going to smoke a turkey. Uh, I do it every year, and we like having the turkey around. But uh, uh, 
I won't fry the turkey this year. Usually today is uh, Friendsgiving, but since we moved into the new house, uh, you know, I didn't. We, we we really have boxes everywhere still, so I, I didn't feel like doing one this year. So, dude, I feel you. We but, moved uh, into our house four years ago, and I still have boxes packed up in the basement. Damn. Oh, you're giving me no hope, <laughs> Pat. Come on, <laughs> dude. It's never ending. We moved into we moved in the house. The wife was seven and a half months pregnant and now they're just kind of sitting there and we're not even quite sure what's in there. We just haven't felt like opening them. <laughs> All right. So gentlemen, Pat, you want to stay on the line for, for uh, the next question? We'll, we'll, we'll keep you on for one question here. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Let me see here. Joe, you think you see anything that strikes your fancy? No, I mean I think I think you're gonna pick the same one I'm gonna pick, so go for it. You sure? Because we're on it right now. I, I was gonna Pat. say go with twelve. So go for it. Oh, okay, I got it. I got you. I I, I see what you're digging. All right. Hey Pat, so uh what is your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Uh, it's got to be in the bird stuffing. Ooh, that's toughy. I can't. I can't bird still stuffing, talk. Man. It's got to be the stuffing from in the bird when it was when it was cooking. So when, when you when you when you're talking about your stuffing though, are you you're using the innards as well, or are you just using the using the bird as a vessel? Nope, nope. So we'll take uh, we'll take like the gizzard, everything out, do those uh, do those separate, and then we'll do like a, a homemade stuffing mix with homemade bread, all the fixings in there, and then we'll like stuff yeah. the bird with that, and then after it's done cooking, we'll pull that out and serve it as a side dish. That boy, that a boy, that a boy. I love it. Uh, that 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 takes me back to Ohio. That takes me back takes me back to my family. Stuff we used to do back then. I don't really, I don't really get into I doing mean, the stuffing anymore. But show you. Go ahead. The, the wife, the wife is like a stovetop girl, and I'm just like, I can't. Mm. Like this tastes fake. Sugar man. All that. All right, Joey. What about you, done. buddy? Man, my favorite Thanksgiving side dish um, has to be something that I've been whipping up for like the last five or six years. And it's it's a cornbread pudding. It's um essentially like like a, you, if you have like some like day old or two day old bread, preferably not Wonder Bread. You know, some some good stuff, something maybe you make at home, or or at least something maybe something decent that you bought. Um, but just the point where it starts to get kind of crusty, basically coat that in, in, in cream corn, a little bit of fresh corn, um, some Parmesan cheese. And essentially, kind of just you know bake it up a little bit, and um, it gets all nice and fluffy and a little creamy, and it just uh, it's a magical side to go with that turkey. So that's definitely my favorite side dish. How about you, Chad? Did oh, we lose Chad? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there we go. Go All ahead, right. man. Let's gentlemen, gentlemen, we got a uh, another caller. We got Corey on the line. Chad, hey. are you there? I'm here. Hi. What's up? 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Oh, absolutely. What's up, Corey? I see you're going live during our podcast. You're stealing our thunder here. I did not go live. I posted a chug vid. I don't go all right. live all that often unless I'm making out uh, a Teddy. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. What did you say? I said, I bet you Corey said, chugged from a Tiku. Did you, hey, Corey, did you chug <laughs> from a Tiku? <laughs> no. No. I, uh, in fact, the next time I go live, I'm going to smash every Tiku of my own. It'll be glorious. <laughs> I will... Uh, I kind of want to see that. I will. Uh, I will. I will try to. Uh, I, I think I can work something out where we can do like a special podcast edition for you. Uh, that would be fantastic. I'd enjoy that. Isn't that a uh, like a beer cocktail, the Corey Tiku Smash? I feel like I've had that at a bar somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I think Corey, Corey needs to line up all the Ticos he owns and then just take, like, a baseball bat and just take the biggest swing at all of them. And somebody <laughs> guess how many he smashes. Nah, he'd miss. <laughs> wow. That was not a lot of faith there. Not a lot of faith in you, buddy. Apparently there's not a lot of faith in you. So that's that's actually very sad. He's a beer grower, not a baseball player. This is a very true story. That's honestly incredibly I can't can't swing a bat, but uh, I can uh, drink a beer. He can swing his beer at the Tikus and break them all, probably. It'd be nice. I'm going to stick them in a bag and smash them with a hammer. Easy and clean. Have the kids like sell them on the corner like a lemonade stand. Like Tiku's five dollars. Come get them. Yeah. <laughs> at, least make, at least make at least make them back what you paid for them. Hey, hey, Corey. I did. I didn't actually watch the video. What uh, What are you drinking right now? Uh. I chugged a brew again because uh, Adam called out all of the St. Louis people to chug a St. Louis beer, so I chugged a brew again. And now I am drinking a barrel-aged black maple from Jackie O's. It's fucking there you go. Ooh, that sounds delicious. There you yeah. go. There you go, bud. That's a good beer. Uh, it is tasty. Um, we also have another caller on the uh, on the uh, on the line. We got David Jobs on the line as well. Yeah, I just had to jump in for the shits and giggles of it because you guys can chug beers. I guess I've passed the chug beers things. I mean, you know, I just can't do it. Like I look at an eight percent IPA, I look at delicious, and I just can't get past the how can I chug this? How do you guys chug these? The uh, I like this question actually. This is a really good question. Um, 
Especially since I think all of us on the line are. <laughs> he beat me to it. Corey beat me to it. Um, I actually take a sip or a couple sips of mine before I go just to get the actual taste and, you know, enjoy, kind of savor the moment, and then I'll tell you. Now, I, I didn't do that for a Black Tuesday. That sucks. Don't ever chug a Black Tuesday because the next oh, three days are hell. Yeah, I was going to say, you must have slept well that night. There, uh, there are two guys in our group who chugged an entire black. Todd uh, Bell and, and uh, Jesse Williams and each done a whole box. Fuck me. Yeah, I did. I did one back in June, a 2010 Black Tuesday. I picked the 2010 because I thought it'd be a little bit more muted, and boy, was I wrong. Oh God! Oh no! Yeah, it, th- that was terrible. I uh, made a terrible mistake on that one. Corey, what uh, what's your what's your favorite beer to chug? Actually, that's a good question. I, I like where Dave is going with this. Favorite here to chug, uh, probably uh, probably little big hop, but uh, a session high PA from second shift. It's uh, it's not uh, all that high in alcohol. I think it's only like. Five and a half or six percent, so uh, I don't end up all fucked up from chugging the all right jo- joey what uh what's your favorite oh, in, in terms of chugs I, in terms of chugs i think my uh my favorite uh my favorite one, I, you know, it has to be um, the the low. It's going to be the lower ABV IPAs that I've had, that I've had a chance to come to temperature. Um, I just, I, I as much as I love the as much as much as I love the higher alcohol beers, um, it's really really hard to chug those, um, especially when they're cold. So so if my my go to is always going to be something lower in alcohol, preferably an IPA and something that's essentially at room temperature. I, I do agree. I tend to go ahead, Corey. I just said I agree. The uh, yeah yeah the lower the the lower ABV IPAs are where it's at. It's easiest and and and. Uh, it's not as consequential as chugging some of the bigger shit. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I'll, I'll do the lower ABV IPAs as well. I'll do the big ones. I mean, I, I'm not. You, you guys know I'm not at or I'm not. Are known to chug the bigger the bigger ABVs, and uh, um, I, I have several in the lineup tonight that I'll chug if uh, if if people so inclined to do so. Um, but you know, 
I enjoy beer. I enjoy chugging. I enjoy this group. So, you know, to me, it's just beer. Uh, I've picked everything out tonight that I've had before. Actually, I haven't had before. I've never had Expo Stout. And I have an Expo Stout sitting in front of me. So I might crack that next. And I think, uh, Rick, yep, I, I, I think Rick McCarty sent me this Genesee, uh, uh, bourbon barrel aged old ale. I'm gonna try tonight too. I've never had anything from them, so I'm, I'm excited. We got a, we got a good lineup. Um, let's see here. We still got David. David, you still you uh, you um, wh- what about you and chugging? I, I I don't actually know if you chug or not. No, I, I really it's hard for me to chug. Um, and that that barrel aged. Genesee, that rice key spies you have, it's absolutely delicious. It just have, so happens to be one of the companies that I work for. Um, but all the IPAs that I get in trade are generally like the 7 or 8%, and I'm just like, damn it. I'm here for the flavor. I'm here for the taste. I'm here for the enjoyment. If, if I got two, then maybe I could chug one. But I feel bad. You know, if somebody sends me a, a porch bomb, and all of a sudden one of these beers disappears in three seconds. I just feel bad. Okay, Sounds I can good, see David. I can see your point. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see your point. Definitely see the point. Let's uh, let let's 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 pivot this to another conversation and see if we can drum up a couple more callers. Um, you know, going going back to the, the topic of, of lower ABV beers. Um, one of the, one of the topics that we have on our on our rundown here is is cervezas artisanal. So are are we into cervezas? Are we into this this craft cerveza thing? Is is it boom? Is it bust? Well, what what is your guys' take on it, Chad? Um, that's a that's that's a good one. Uh, I can't say that I really have a lot of experience in this in this you know in this sector. I mean, it, uh, come back to me. I, I'm actually interested to hear this myself. I'm a I'm gonna be a listener on this one. No, no worries, no worries at all. I, I, I know it's something that we've had here in Colorado for a while, so I'm actually gonna to go to Derek because I think San Diego's probably been has, has seen this for a minute or two as well. So Derek, Derek, do you have any any stance on on the uh, the Cerveza front there in San Diego? Are you um, referring to like craft brewers that are doing like Mexican lagers? Is that what this is in reference to? I believe so. I believe we're looking for hoity toity Corona. Um, yeah, I mean it's good. Um, let's see. So, uh, Alesmith did the uh, Sublime um, Mexican Lager. Um, that one turned out really well. They did 40s of that, and they're also doing cans, which I think the cans are still available. If anybody's uh, looking for those, I could probably find some. Um, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but. In search of, in um, search of, in search of. Yeah, I S O. Um, yeah, but uh, that one's pretty good. What else have I had? I mean, dude, there's some. I mean, my proximity to Tijuana, I could get to Tijuana from where I live in about uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and there's some really, really good uh, places down there that are bringing in some good craft beer and also brewing some good craft beer. I mean, you guys have all probably heard of and had uh, Insurgente, who. Um, uh, does the uh, Choco Vesa or Coco Vesa, however you say it, with Stone? They won the homebrew contest with them and did that um, what two, three, four years ago, whatever it was. 
um, maybe longer. And uh, so, yeah, there's there's some good stuff going on with Mexican lagers as well as um, just Mexican brewers and uh, craft beer in Mexico um, in general. I'd be I'd be really interested to see how Tijuana navigates water concerns for brewing beer because Tijuana yeah. is notorious for having some 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 concerning um, concerning water issues. So it'd be interesting to see what uh you know if if you get a if you get a Tijuana survey set that's got a diaper floating in it or something. It'd be really interesting to see. I think it helps. Um, it adds extra. <laughs> um, a little extra flavor, mouthfeel. Mouth, mouthfeel, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's good for the mouthfeel. <laughs> no, man, I'm sure it's a, a thing, but um, especially out here, um, I know other parts of the country don't have the same issue with water, but um, I know the brewers out here are pretty, pretty careful and specific with what they're doing. Of course. Um, matter of fact, Modern Times uh, just did an IPA, and the name is escaping me, and it was supposed to be hazy, and it didn't come out hazy. Um, and it, it was they cited a water issue as is what happened. So, um, yeah, they, they're getting pretty specific. Uh, I know a couple people personally that are working on getting water things dialed in. That's very very interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very very interesting. I know that I <clears throat> here in Colorado, I don't think we necessarily saw a boom in in the concept of a Mexican lager or or a, you know a craft cerveza, but. We've had Ska Ska's been doing their Mexican lager and lager spelled L O G G E R. Ska's been doing their Mexican lager for it has to be at least a handful of years. I think the first time I saw it available was probably five or six years ago. Um, and not to say that we got in front of the trend, but it's it's kind of something that here in Denver, I mean, it's something that was that was available. So we never really saw. Um, you know, we never really saw that trend pop here because it was something that kind of already existed. So it's a very interesting topic to me. It'll be interesting to see going forward if if these these um, let's call them um, non you know say non continental U.S. type things start to start to take hold if you start to influence influence our craft beer scene. So very very intrigued with that. So Chad, did we stimulate you? Well, I thought we weren't supposed Not to at all. question 15. <laughs> <laughs> we keep dropping Awkward. these little hints at some point. We keep dropping these hints at some point. Someone's going to be able to no, I know number 15 is about. <laughs> Maybe. Then we'll, if, if some caller can figure out uh, topic 15 and call in, then we'll talk about topic 15. Other than that, they're going to have to wait until we decide to talk about it. Um, Very nice. So hey, uh, I think we're gonna have to segue into something else though because uh, that was a good one. Whoever call or uh, whoever wrote in with that one um, needs to take some credit for it. Call in and let us know uh, kind of what prompted the question and and uh, you know what what you were looking for. Maybe if we can get more specific, that'd be cool too. Um, I want to know because I know that there's some. Uh, do we still have the callers on the line or not? I'm not sure, but um, I want everybody that's online to answer this question. Uh, we're going to number eight. What is the biggest whale in your collection? Um, I think we should start with Joey. Um, Joey, what do you got? What's your, like, white whale that you're just sitting on and you don't know when to open it? I think the the one that I have not been able to come up with um, 
with an excuse, if you will, to consume. And and I think this actually ties in a little bit to, to question number two regarding bottle formats. Is um, you know, I've got a bottle of SR71 from Topping Glide that I've been holding on to, and that's one of those beers. It's like you got 22 ounces. Is that something that that's you know, something that you want to share for the right occasion, for the right moment? Um, but for me, um, and this is, I guess, somewhat, I guess, um, uh, not necessarily proud to necessarily, but 22 ounces is that format where it's like, if I need, if I want to open that up and I want to drink that myself, I've got no qualms with doing so. 22 ounces of beer is, is, you know, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a moment. It'll be a night. And it actually makes me think not to continue to go down like a rabbit hole, but last year on my birthday, which, which my birthday's coming up, you know, I, I picked up, I picked up, I, I assorted. Um, a bottle of vanilla rye from, from, you know, Bourbon County, Goose Island. Um, and that's why I, that's why I opened on my birthday last year. So, you know, 22 ounce format, it's, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not afraid to take down that, that size of a bottle myself. Um, so, you know, maybe someday I will take down that SR 71 myself. If, if something comes up to warrant such, otherwise I'm just kind of sitting back waiting for the right, right moment to celebrate. So, Hey, hold that's on, you got one. <laughs> yeah. What? Joe, you've got one. I've got one. Let's crack them together. Double the pour. You, know, you have you have gold wax or silver wax? I have gold. Pretty sure mine's gold wax as well. I have to go. I have to dig in and figure it out. But but yeah, maybe maybe if I ever get my happy ass over to Des Moines, just forty four ounces, right? Just kill, dude. Just kill the secondary market. Let's do it, dude. Oh, dude. Is, you, you guys <laughs> two, have a little two less bottles on the market. Oh, shut up. Don't be jealous. You can come out, too. Uh, this yeah, segment of the podcast is brought to you guys by uh, craftbeercollectors.only.com. If you guys are looking to find love <laughs> in the craft beer community, go to uh, craftbeercollectorsonly.com and uh, see what you can do. Uh, have your SR71 with, uh, with your new friend. Um, Chad, what are you uh, holding on to or sitting on, maybe? Shit. I mean, I just put my cellar together today from moving. So, um, you know, my biggest whale, I, I mean, the biggest whale I had a couple months ago, you all saw me chug it, was a VR. Um, mm-hmm. Chug that, let's see, um, I'd say an Ardea from Central Waters. I, I have one of those. Um, although right. I should probably drink it soon because I had it at a great taste and it was very, very thin. It was falling off quickly. Um, uh, let me see. Um, probably the Ardea. I'll probably end up chugging that because unless Joey decides to get his happy ass out here sooner than later. Oh, it'll happen, brother. Uh, At some I, point, it's going to be, it'll be January regardless. Dude, I'm I'm hoarding beers just for your visit. So... I'm like I'm seriously just gathering all all sorts of stuff just for this. But uh, we'll, we'll, this is a podcast, so we're not going to have a bromance here on on air because Derek feels left out. Uh, I don't feel uh, he's just not here. So you guys I already feel like there's a left side thread going on right now. <laughs> David, what about you, man? What 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 are you holding on to? Um, you know, I'm I'm newer to the collection game, so I have. A 2010 120-minute, which, you know, I'm happy with. And I've also got a 2012 uh, Black Note that, you know, they aren't like the most whales of whales, 
but to me, you know, there's something special there because, you know, how I got them and how, how they came to be. So, you know, I'm happy with those bottles. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. man. Absolutely. Those, yeah, I want to I want to hear your thoughts on those two. Those, a whale, it's subjective. You know, we, we use the term pretty Absolutely. loosely in our group and in, in the craft beer community, but a whale to you might not be a whale to me, whale to Joey, whale to Derek. You know, it, it's a whale to you. I mean, I've got whales that I've got sitting in my cellar that I consider whale to me, but, you know, somebody else might not think so. Like, oh, that's a shelfie. Like, you know, I sit on TG. I have TG. I can walk out to my high right now and buy cases of TG, but to, to most of the country, you know, that's a, that's a whale, but that's a shelfie to me. And, and that's, you know, that, that's a really good topic. I mean, we'll, I don't want to derail the question we have at hand, but I'd like to bring that up, you know, either tonight or, or next, next podcast. But uh, yeah, I mean, those are whales, man. The fact that you've been able to sit on them for that long and not drink them, you know, those are whales now. Oh, absolutely. I cannot, I cannot wait to see, you know, what they do or don't bring to the table. Um, I've had some before these dates and some after these dates, so but these just happen to be the two bottles that I have. So, you know, it's one of those little things that excites me, and it's like, what's going to be that day? What's going to be that trigger that says, pop the bottle? Legit. I love it. Um, I've got uh, I've got a few that I'm kind of – I don't know when to open. Um, I got a 2014 um, Vietnamese uh, Speedway. Barrel Age Vietnamese Speedway, the original Barrel Age. Um, damn, damn good beer. Damn good beer. Yeah, I've had that one, mm-hmm. um, but I have one last bottle, and I'm just kind of chilling with it. Um, I have, uh, I have a bottle of S'more Love from Ram. Um, nice. That I was supposed Ooh. to open with a buddy in, in December, um, and I ended up having some health issues back in December where I got like a surgery and everything. And so I couldn't drink it with him. So I still have that. And I'm like, well, I should probably uh, get that buddy over here. Um, and then I have, um, I have Kiwi Herman and shame on us from Alpine. Um, I've had Kiwi. Wow. He's amazing. Um, I, I love Kiwi Herman. I've only got one more bottle left. And then um, I've never had shame on us, but I came across a bottle of that and I don't know when to open that either. I'm, I don't. I have no idea when I'm going to open it. Dude, that's more love, man. That that is a phenomenal beer. I, I'm going to tell you, I have okay, one staying line for uh, for Rechancho. We we had a couple shared. We had all the Ram series shared with us. There was multiples of each, and I'm going to tell you, that was the beer I kept coming back for. It, it, it was good. That that is delicious beer. Brad, I'm glad to hear that. I hope it's held up, and I'm excited to drink it. I just have a couple friends that I promised to drink it with. So, absolutely, man, do it up. That, that I, I'm interested to hear your opinion, especially with some age on it. That's that's going to be delicious. All you right, dig so it. we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, using that last question. We're gonna and David's still with us too, by the way. Um, actually, David. We got we, we we covered everybody here, but uh, we're going to start with you in this next question. Um, so thinking about uh, entry level drinks for each style, like what what drink would you say for somebody that's new timer to a style? You know, say barley wine or lambic or stout or or anything. Um, what, what would you say is a good entry level beer? 
that's that's a loaded question. I quit. <laughs> I quit. Um, can I say Coors Light and just say I'm done? Um, <laughs> it, it's this is such a loaded question, and we all know that it is because everybody's taste buds are so different. Um, you know, I mean, I when I got the beer industry, you know, as a drinker, it was all domestic light beer, like most of us were. When I actually got into the distribution side, things changed. Um, so everybody's profile and taste buds change as as their their palates change, and it is what it is. Um, honestly, like my favorite way to break somebody into craft beer is with you know a, a, a light or a a session IPA, and we can all laugh at session IPAs because they are what they are. But it's also a great drinking beer if you want to have a session IPA. If you want to drink an IPA all day, like I live in Florida, if I'm on a fishing boat and it's 97 degrees and it's 175% humidity and we're going to be out there for eight hours, I want to drink an IPA all day, I drink a session. So, you know, for me, you know, if it's a a Founders all day or a Stone's go-to, it's lighter ABV, but it's still a great hot profile. It gives me the flavor that I want. And for me, like that's a that's a great breakthrough beer to get people stepped up from the what the Coors Light, Bud Light, Blue Moons, Shock Tops of the world. That might be what you're looking for. That might not be. I'm not sure. No, no. First beautiful time, answer. First time participant. Beautiful answer. Absolutely beautiful answer. Um, I, I'll take that from a different perspective. Um, that if if someone. If someone's, you know, if, if I'm hanging out with somebody, they're like, you know what, I I've never really gotten into barley wine, um, you know, what 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 around the Denver market is, is something that's readily accessible, um, you know, that if if I wanted to try to, you know, get my feet wet in the barley wine life, right, because because hashtag Bill, um, what what would I want to try? And the first place I would direct them to is, is you know, we've got a, a relatively acceptable, world class barrel aged barley wine from dry dock um, called Blyze. Blyze is a f- absolutely phenomenal barrel aged barley wine. It's, it's widely regarded within the craft industry as being a, as a fantastic barley wine. So it's one of those items where I'm like, if, if you've got 15 bucks, um, you know, let's go and pick one up off the shelf because this time of year it's sitting there. It was sitting there this morning when I was at the, at the liquor store. So when, when I think about like an entry level beer, it, it, it's not necessarily um, something that may necessarily be easy to drink. It's, 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 I want to try this style. What, what do I have that's nearby that, that I can, you know, like I said, re- readily pick up and, 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 you know, dip my toes in whatever the style may be. Um, s- similar to, to Bly's, I mean, we've got, um, we've got Great Divide out here and they do Old Ruffian. That's another wonderful barley wine, like something you can find on the shelf from effectively November through, well, depending on where you go in the city, you might find it until March or April, until our last snowfalls. So when I think about entry beers, I think about something that it's, it's just there. It's something that's easily accessible. What do you think, Chad? Well, actually, I'm going to defer to a special guest. Um, he is our resident uh, Lambic expert. Uh, Derek, calm down. Mute your mic here. We got Mr. Chris Butler on the line. Yes. Who? <laughs> Never heard of her. That's the that's the appropriate response. My nipples are kind of hard. <laughs> hey, Chris. So uh, we're we're talking about entry level drinks for each style, and 
I really think you could uh, lay some insight on somebody. If somebody wants to get into Lambic, you know, what's a good entry-level beer to start off with? Um, well, I mean, the easiest things to find are the back-sweetened sugary versions, and they're probably most palatable to the um, the average consumer. <clears throat> but let, let's skip that and go straight to the people who we presume like beer enough and are well-versed enough in craft beer to make that transition into spending um, their life savings on Lambic, like myself. Um, and at that point, I would say you could find some tilk in most places, um, and that's a really good, really good starting point. It's fantastic. Um, uh, you could also go with like Hanson's is probably pretty available. And then um, there's nothing wrong with going with some Boone Black Label either. Um, that's that's a really really solid, uh, really solid beer. And, and Boone is the largest wort producer for the other Lambic blenderies as well. So they sell off a lot of their product to other places that are just blending and not brewing. So those would be the three that I would go with uh, in the Lambic world. Nice. Uh, definitely appreciate that insight. Uh, uh, Chris is, is the guy I go to when I'm, you know, out locally at the bottle shops and I see a good Lambic out there and I'll snap him a quick pick and he'll let me know what's good, what I should not waste my money on. So uh, there's a lot of those guys in, in Jump Free. You, you, you post a picture of something and people are going to let you know, you know, if it's worth the money or not. Um, Chris, how you doing, man? How's the uh, restaurant going? Uh, yeah, I was busy tonight. I still busy. I, I, I sort of just ducked out the back for a moment. Uh, last couple of weeks, let's say last three weeks total, I've worked, uh, 178 hours. Um, so pretty good amount of hours. I'm at 30 already for this week. Uh, and tomorrow's well, you should probably off. get off the phone and just keep working. Um, but we, uh, we're pouring some really fantastic beers. Uh, it's really nice to see the community, uh, as it, as it is now, because a couple of years ago, this area was completely, uh, devoid of anything, um, even remotely craft oriented, especially locally. Um, but yeah, things are, uh, things are okay. Personally, uh, you know, I've got a lot going on, but, uh, you know, kind of taking a step back from a lot of things, but. I miss my drama-free family, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to make sure I got to uh, say hi to my brothers here, and, and sisters out there who are listening. But brothers here on the on the mic. Hey Chris, um, my name's Derek. Uh, first time uh, <laughs> listener, long time caller. Um, I just wanted to ask you a question uh, regarding the work you mentioned uh, sneaking out the back. Do you frequent the back door, Chris? <laughs> Um, oh my God! Come sure. on! I sure do. Yeah. We'll just leave it We're in for work purposes. I do. We're not getting to fifteen quite yet, guys. Yeah. So <laughs> I always tell my servers and bartenders because I hate when they walk in the front front door. I say, people who want to spend money come in the front door. People who want to earn money come in the back door. So you take that for what yeah. you want. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually. That was actually my Tinder profile for a while, so I appreciate that. Nice. Here, hold on. I got, that, that I got something for that. <laughs> uh, hide your kids, hide your wives. That bomb. 
All right, so uh, it's been eight episodes, and Chad finally fit in that drop that he's been waiting to drop, so I'm glad we uh, got that in. <laughs> hey, hey, I just had to, I had to do it one time. One time. <laughs> That's what she said? You missed it, though. No, that is what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> there we go, man. We gotta get a what is everyone one. drinking? What is everyone drinking right now? Out of curiosity. Kombucha. Oh shoot, I wasn't supposed to mention that. <laughs> I uh I got um I'm I'm drinking a Lost Forty trashed panda. Uh Will Will mm. that for me. I'm telling you, so, it was delicious. I'm in search of I want more of that. That was okay, well, phenomenal. I got some information on that, actually, if you would like some information on that. So the one you're drinking now uh, featured heavily Azaka hops. Um, we canned and kegged the last uh, two days, and the next batch, uh, or the fourth iteration overall, as it were, uh, will feature everyone's favorite mosaic hops as the primary hop. Um, so I will have some of that in my possession next week, hopefully. Legit, boy. I'm Chris, are you allowed to drink at work? So if you have that in your possession, where's the touch you button to get some of that sweet juice? <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you can find me uh, usually on like Facebook Messenger, uh, text messages, not Tinder, maybe Instagram. Craftbeerdrinkersonly.com. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'd be happy to send anybody any of it that I can get a hold of, obviously. So um, if you guys want some, uh you can holler at me. Also, you can holler at Craig Meller or Will Davis. They probably will also get their hands on some. And uh, I'll have it tapped here at the restaurant, Big Orange Rogers. Come see us. Get a burger. Chris, can you, drink it, face. can you drink at work, dude? Uh, when I'm off work, yeah. Um, but okay, throughout so the night, on I, premise, but... Right. I, throughout the night, like if I change a keg, I have to, uh, you know, quality check it. So. Oh, dude, I'd be changing kegs like every 30 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I guess what's happening nighty night, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> Love it. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you letting me call in, and uh, miss you guys. Hopefully, the next couple of weeks things settle down, and uh, can rejoin the show in full. Well, well, Chris, I can say one something real quick. We didn't let you call in. You can always call in. You're part of the show. You, you you were here from the beginning. So anytime you want to call in, anytime you want to be a part, man, you just let us know. We're here for you, brother. We miss you. All right, man. I love you, bro. I love you guys. We never really told you right, left, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all take care. Yeah, all right. You, see you later, Chris. <clears throat> Bye. All right, Woo. so let's uh, let's uh, did, who who do we miss on this uh, entry level? David, you got any? Uh, well, we already went to you on that one. Um, Joey, you did. Derek, Ale Smith, three ninety four Pale Ale. I can. Uh, give I've one actually of those never had somebody. that. Why have you never done that? Uh, Neither of you have done that. No. I haven't. Oh my goodness. You, I, okay. Well, if any of the San Diego people are sending you guys beer and you haven't tried that, then I'm going to put a hold on all those boxes because you should try that first. <laughs> it's bomb. Literally, um, 
anybody that I mean, I had a guy actually, for instance, today, a guy that I've known for ten plus years, drinks Coors Light religiously. I said, hey, try this off the uh, snack cart. They make cans of it, uh, 12ers. And uh said, try this. And he drank that the rest of the day. I'm like, this guy Not literally boy. never drank anything but Coors Light. Um, so, yeah, Elsmith 394 Pale Ale is like the gateway beer. Again, All right. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I, yeah. Good job. No, I can I can definitely agree with that. Um, you know, my my first, and we have another topic like this too, and we can kind of segue into it. Uh, my entry level craft beer, and I, I've talked about it before. We, we and this is a topic we've talked about before, and I don't think we really get into too much detail. But um, a good craft beer to actually just get introduced to the style to me is Alaskan Amber. Um, you know, that, that, that was also my first craft beer. That was a craft beer that got me into craft beer. And, um, I know some people don't consider that craft just because it's an amber and people really don't, you know, I've heard a lot of things here in the Des Moines market where ambers aren't craft beer, but you know what? It's, it's more ABV than, you know, a, a PBR or a Coors Light tastes damn better too. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll, give, I'll give you your last in amber, but I'll raise you a magic hat number nine. Yeah. I've had that. Yeah, that's that's good. Good. I, that I, I can agree with that. That was my gateway beer. <laughs> it's delicious beer. It's been around for years and years, and everybody's doing a fruited IPA or a fruited pale ale now, and they've been the apricot pale ale since 94. All right, yep. so gentlemen, um, next topic here. We got, uh, we got, uh, we're getting into the user submitted content here now, and uh, some of these topics that we were talking about earlier were submitted previously, and we never got to them on the show. But now we're getting to the con, uh, into the post from this past week. Um, temperatures to drink beers at are stouts truly better as they warm? Um, do you enjoy freezing cold pilsner? You know, different styles require probably a different taste to get the flavor profile. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, mean, I, have, to, I have to agree with it. I have to agree with it, yeah. I'm with Derek. Go ahead, Derek. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like to uh, kind of, well, especially with stouts, but stouts usually um, in like, I like to open them around 60. Um, let them warm up a little bit. I keep all my beers at 55, but, um, no, it's like, it's like a journey through that. You like taste it right away, you know, keep tasting it while it warms up. And then obviously at the end of the glass, you've got something that was probably way different than what you started with. As far as like anything hoppy goes, I like it in the cold range unless I'm shutting it. Um, but yeah, I want it, I want it a little bit colder, not super cold. Um, but, uh, yeah, with stouts, man, the warmer I, I get it. Um, you tend to get some of the, the flavor uh, profiles to stand out a little better, especially in the adjunct stouts, um, with like vanillas and coconuts and things like that. It seems like uh, warmer brings out those adjuncts a little bit. <clears throat> no, I'm with you on that, Derek. I mean, specific for me, when when I look at the higher ABV darker beers like 
like a stout or even a barley wine. I, I like to introduce them a little colder than 55. Um, I keep most of my stuff around 47 or 48, but even then, if I know that I'm going to consume it, like like tonight, you know, I pulled out a couple beers um, to consume later tonight as, you know, start, start to get through the uh, – start, start to deal with the Thanksgiving food festivities. Um, you know, I like to introduce them a little bit colder and then and then taste them at, let's say, at, at somewhere between 45 and 50 and then wait for them to warm up to room temperature, space them out over maybe maybe 60 to 90 minutes just to, to see how some of those flavors develop. And, and the reason why I like to do that is that, you know, if I'm looking at a label and I see that it's got notes of X, Y, and Z, I, I may only be able to find that note at, at 45 to 50 degrees. And some of those notes I may not be able to find until it gets to, to 65 degrees. So I like, I like to try to, um, try to introduce that that beer, um, you know, cold, not not pilsner cold, but cold, and, and then try to experience it as, as it takes some time to open up. Absolutely, man. I I, I gotta jump in with it, like the arrows and omissions. Um, but uh, I just said that I want to open it at sixty. I went the opposite direction. I'm obviously opening them around fifty and going towards sixty. So uh, just a little errors and omissions I wanted to throw out there. Um, I'm not opening beers at 60 degrees. Thanks. What's your thoughts, Chad? Uh, you know, I like my style to be warmed up. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, I've had, I, I, I've warmed up, what, the, the most notable one was Michigan Maple Jesus. I drank that cold and then um, let it warm up, and then it, it just came out a little bit better. So, uh, you know, I, I prefer my stouts, you know, with a little, with little temperature on it. Um, I do enjoy a, a colder IPA, a colder Pilsner. Um, not when chugging, though. That's the, uh, that's the caveat is chugging a beer you do not want cold because a cold IPA is terrible. I hear you, buddy. I definitely hear you on that. Chad, do we have a caller by any chance? We need a fifth caller. Uh, We're at four right now. I threw up a beer. Not literally. Um, I'm (laughs) <laughs> offering up a beer uh, and uh, we need one more caller for the offer to uh, to be engaged here so um, where's the Amundos I mean this is ridiculous that they haven't called in yet <clears throat> they might still be in the shower they might still be in the shower yeah don't that, I hey, thought that's waterproof dude did we lose Chad The sure inmates are running the asylum, dude. The inmates are running the asylum. Jerry Jones. 15, go 15, go 15. Let's go 15. <laughs> Let's do it. You can't do anything about it. Uh, there's a 16. No, there is a 16. There's and, 17, but, you know, I, I, I was actually I was fighting a little bit with going to 17 and maybe kill a little bit of time. Chad's definitely updating the doc right now, so he definitely exists. Um, but let, let's go with 17 because this was something that I, I know that I brought up this week and something that 
that I think is interesting to me because I think I have an unpopular take on it. But but what what's the consensus on wax on bottles? Is it is it nuisance or is it nuance? Derek, uh, I enjoy it, man. Um, I don't know what your take is, and maybe I'm maybe we're the same, maybe we're not. I got a fifty fifty shot. Um, I enjoy it for a couple reasons. There is function. Um, I think out of that, from what I understand, it could prevent another kind of barrier that could prevent uh, oxidation possibly or leakage um, and I also just like the look of it man it's sexy as hell um, those new uh, abnormal pappy barrel releases that have been coming out the last three weeks with the fourth one coming out on Monday mm-hmm. um, really good job with those it's freaking artwork man um, it looks so rad and uh, yeah I dig it um, I know that some people have issues getting caps off and opening beers but I think um, those people just need to try to be better at life because they're failing. No, I hear we you. We got. Uh, I hear. You. We got. We got the uh, notorious fifth caller here. Uh, we got Brett Erickson on the line. Brett, how you About doing, man? Time. Hey, what's going well, on? Guys? Hey, you you were live. I, we just hadn't introduced you yet. You you, you got to take a little second there and let us introduce you. No, I've got shitty service here in my office, so. Uh... I didn't know what was going on with it. Why are you still in your office, man? It's a holiday week, and it's like, I don't know what time it is, 7 o'clock. Home, yeah, I got to work till 9 tomorrow morning, so it's going to be a long night. Uh, mm, bummer, man. Well, um, I'll have a kombucha for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a Nestle Pure Life uh, right now. Yeah, I was about to say, what are you drinking? Even though you're in the office, what are you drinking? Nestle Pure Life. All right, you're you're hydrating, I hope, right? Yep, yep. This is my third one of the night, so trying to take it easy now. Legit. What's your take on wax on bottles, dude? Is it annoying? Is it cool? I'm not really opposed to it. I don't have one of those openers that cuts through it fairly easily, so I'm always pulling out some other tool that's not meant for that to try and chop through it. But uh, yeah, I'm for it. We uh, I need to get one of those uh, slicers. We avoid using the the word tool on the podcast. Um, it offends chat, so if you could avoid that. <laughs> I, you know, I had a I had a uh, suspicion you would go that route with that uh, line of questioning. <laughs> Fucking Hollywood. What Hollywood. are you drinking for your uh, Thanksgiving? What are you drinking with your Thanksgiving feast tomorrow? That's a good question. I'm going to have to go figure out what I can pick up on the way home, to be honest with you. I don't have anything uh, cold right now, so we'll see after a full night of work uh, what I can muster. I'm headed to Tampa early the next morning, so probably take it fairly easy. Where's home? Tampa, are you going to cycle? I am. I am. That a boy. Home uh, right now is Savannah. Not uh, really home, just where I live. Cool, cool. Savannah. Beautiful, nice, beautiful city. Absolutely is. Yep. I, I I worked for a year in Atlanta. Um, traveled back and forth to uh, Davenport from Atlanta. I'd, I'd live in Atlanta during the week and travel home on the weekends. So I've been to Savannah a couple of times. It's it's a beautiful city, man. Yeah, have fun at Cycle, man. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about picking that up. Uh, picking up a, a set that uh, someone mulled for me last week too. So pretty excited about that. I haven't had anything from Cycle yet, so looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably be in line early Saturday morning for the uh, the double barrel vanilla release. Yeah, 
Well, well Florida's going to Florida, double. so get there before the prices go up, right? <laughs> yeah. Very, very true. Very true. All right, gentlemen, we have a, another caller. We got Casey Rouse on the line. What's going on, guys? Hey, Casey, what are you drinking real quick? I am drinking uh, the Kane Shroom collab that came out a couple weeks ago, the Sea Stairs Back. It's an Imperial IPA. It tastes like pineapple juice. It's it's effing awesome. I assume I have to censor myself here? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) No, you can cuss. Go ahead. No. It's fucking awesome. There you go. Whoa, dude, that you said you could cuss, not be foul. I mean, jeez. <laughs> easy, easy, <laughs> might be easy a bit much. Hollywood. Might be a bit much. Easy Hollywood. I don't think that's going to This is a uh, This is a radar show on iTunes, so we're good. We're good. All right, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Are we getting royalty checks yet? No, no. Next week. Next week, next week. So, so Casey, what's your stance on wax, man? What do you think? Is it nuisance or nuance? Uh, my stance on wax. I think it's nuance. Um, the only time it's ever been a nuisance is when they, I don't know, sometimes the wax is really hard. I think it was, uh, <laughs> uh, I remember, I remember Kane fifth. The wax was like impossible to get off the bottle, and uh, we're like chipping at the thing. You're taking like screwdrivers out, jackhammers, what the, whatever you can get. But uh, no. but, no, but other than that, I think it looks nice. Um, you got to find a good opener to uh, to get the wax off, though. Yeah, I hear uh, I hear Bud Todd makes openers, so maybe maybe that's the solution. Maybe not. Because we can't all afford whale slayers. Guys, we can't afford <laughs> well, hey, He's not paying us. <laughs> I don't know. What, I got to ask. So, um, I was, ahead, Carl, you guys it. all know Carl, uh, Carl Coberly. He's in the group. Um, Crazy yeah. Carl. He's another. Yeah, yeah. He's another Jersey guy. So we were at Eddie's house for a share, and. Um, I don't know what he used. I didn't even see what he had, but I noticed when he was cutting wax off the bottles and popping the top, it was like he cut it right underneath the caps, and the and the caps came off with like no dents in them. I was like, how the hell did that happen? All right, <laughs> uh, okay, you stay tuned. Stay tuned after this podcast when I I'll go live uh, and chug a video or uh, do a chug vid, and I've got a whale slayer, and it, it that's what it does. It's it, it will cut the wax in and pop the top off with no dent. Because uh, I I actually saved my caps. I'm building. I'm going to redo my bar top, and uh, so nice. I'm going to use the well slayer for it. Yeah, um, I'm on the yeah, that'd be awesome. Like 2021. 20, it's just a matter of winning that auction beforehand. Fuck. Yeah, you're you're you number what? I said I'm looking for maybe 2021. Maybe. Yeah. It's not winning yeah, the auction. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I think I, I joined two years ago and I'm still at like five hundred on the list. Um I, I do know the whale slayer personally. Uh he comes to he came to Davenport quite a bit. A mutual friend of my of ours, uh was my really good friend and uh he stayed at his house and we went up to Dark Lord Day every every year together. So um JR is a 
great dude. He is phenomenal. Good guy to drink with. Good guy to know. Um, just a, you know, he's drama free material. Actually, that's that's the funny thing. Um, he knows Bud Todd yeah, really why well. Why not well, so. I mean, I'd love to see that. Yeah, we might. Uh, man's busy. I, I've been texting him to see if he wants to get in. I have to run it by the admins because that will bring a whole new level to drama free. But uh, enough on that sure, topic. While we got uh, while we got some callers on the line, we got David, Brett, and Casey still. And by the way, any other callers? It's six four six two zero zero four five zero five. If you want to call in and and join the show, you know we're, we're more than happy to have you. But uh, next topic here is um, you're going you're you're going to be with family for the holidays, right? You know we we got holiday tomorrow. We got holiday, you know. Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. What's your favorite beer or drinks? You know, it doesn't have to be beer um, to share with family during the holidays. Is, is there something unique you guys do every year, tradition, or, or is there something you guys get lit on every year and it's just turned into the, one of those things that you always have to have? Uh, we'll start with you, Casey. You got any? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, eggnog. Got to have eggnog. Um, spiked eggnog, I hope, right? Oh, absolutely. And uh, a misty nog, so it's got to be Irish mist. I've never heard of that. I have to look this up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Irish mist with eggnog and a little dash of nutmeg. It's beautiful. So what is this Irish mist? Irish mist is like a uh, – hell, I have to look. (laughs) I don't know if it's a whiskey or a – the core. Okay, cool. Um, so you right guys, now. the whole fam, or does the whole fam get lit on that, or just you and you know, significant other, or what? Dude, everybody. Uh, uh, my eighty-seven-year-old grandfather's drinking and getting lit. <laughs> That's awesome. We need some videos of that. <laughs> I'll see what Prove I it. Prove it. <laughs> I've got a picture of him drinking KBS too. That's a ma- that's mad respect right there. This this we need more videos. We need him to be a part of Drama Free. <laughs> I gotta see if I can even no, get him on a computer. Pork's bomb in his armor. <laughs> All right, so Irish Mist is a, a brown whiskey liqueur. Whatever brown means. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, David, what about you, man? So my day generally is like a, a an IPA start, stout afternoon, bourbon finish. So it's not really like a one specific that I go to. I generally finish my evening off though with some Willet, some some high end, you know, ten, twelve, fourteen year single barrel. Will it bourbon is the finish for the evening. Nice. All right, uh, Joey, we kick it over to you, man. No, I appreciate that. I do. Um, you know, I, I don't know about if it's favorites, but I can tell you about my family dynamic, and that's simply that there, there's no one true tradition or one true thing outside of everyone getting overly intoxicated and doing their best they can not to get into a fight. So that is definitely 
um, you know, a little bit. That that is my my family tradition. Hate drink. That's what we do. Silence of the golden. Silence of the golden. <laughs> to Jerry Springer holidays. I love it. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm, dig it. True story, boys. <clears throat> True story. Is this a pivot point? We want to go down to the next one? Yeah. All right, guys. We got another caller that wants to talk about the uh, near and dear traditions of favorite drinks for the holiday. Uh, We got Tony Curtis on the line. Hey, how's it going tonight, guys? (laughs) Hi, Tony. Yeah. (laughs) What's up? Yeah, you get. You guys were chatting about near and dear, so and I saw Eddie posted a little bit on it tonight. But uh, I've always got, man, I've always got two, three, maybe four different wild turkeys open, uh, and I drink wild turkey most uh, most of the day on Thanksgiving. I'll, I'll add a little bit of beer in as well, but for Thanksgiving, I've always got to have a wild turkey open, at least a couple of them. So, and yes, uh, Irish mist is an Irish. Uh, whiskey liqueur based it's, it's Irish based as opposed to like Canadian whiskey or a bourbon so I heard someone mention that as well yeah I saw Eddie's post earlier and uh, that that being as I'm going to stay home for Thanksgiving I, I think I'm going to go out and get me some all turkey and uh, drink some turkey tomorrow perfect perfect Uh, well, Tony, while we got you in line here, what uh, what is your favorite? Actually, I, I think all you guys on the line, besides maybe David, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Since we are Thanksgiving Eve right now. Ooh, favorite side dish. Um, so, old recipe from my grandma. She did uh, stuffing with sausage and poached oysters, and baked in a casserole dish. Um, so. Um, my mom's always made it, but I do have the recipe, so. All right. You lost me at oyster, I must admit. I mean, not a big oyster fan, but, uh, (laughs) hey, to eat their own, man, you know. Uh, Tony, what are you drinking right now? Uh, Actually, I just finished drinking a Lost 40 Baltic Porter. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I just drank, I just finished. Uh, <laughs> yep, I just finished the Lost Forty Trash Panda. Um, I'm halfway through a 2015 Coco Um Nice. And it is drinking fabulous right now. It's my last one. I couldn't fit it on the shelf, so I decided I'm gonna drink it tonight. Excellent. I think I have one in my fridge right now. We should go drink it. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, gentlemen. All the callers we I'm have tonight. A, I, think I think I'm gonna get into a furious ginger. A furious ginger. That you have my attention now, sir. <laughs> so furious ginger is a uh, barrel aged stout from uh, Witch's Hat in Michigan that uh, they age over 
uh, fresh ginger, so it has ginger heat to it. Uh, and it's their seasonal, so they release it at Christmas. Damn. Okay. Oh. Well, Tony, you uh, you joined stout. us at the end of the show. A ginger, I know. Uh, it, Tony, you joined us at the towards the end of the show. We went over twenty minutes, but uh, we do appreciate all the callers, especially you know uh, you know everybody that's called in today. You know, keep uh, keep it up. Um, any last comments, Derek? Uh, anything you want to you, you want to get out there before we uh, call it a night for this uh, holiday season? Yeah, dude, absolutely. First of all, uh, drama free. Have a good Thanksgiving. Be safe. Don't drive. Take an Uber. Or if you're in the middle of nowhere, walk to where you need to go. Even if it's freezing, I don't care. Um, just call Chris and he'll warm you up. Um, but secondly, um, Chad and I were talking earlier, and he has a really funny beer-related joke that he wants to tell everybody before we go out. So, Chad, I'll let you uh, take us out with that joke, and uh, we'll go from there. Thanks, Chad. <laughs> Wait, what? I missed this memo. That joke that you were telling me about, super funny. It's going to make everybody laugh, like a knockout joke. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is that the uh, joke? Shit. <laughs> Yikes, I guess the joke's off. Does it have to do with butt chugs? <laughs> yes. <not laughs> I, I do want to say, uh, David, Brett, Casey, Tony, anybody, you guys want to say anything before we uh, we get out of here? Yeah, gobble till you wobble. Happy turkey legs, everybody. Thanks, you drum three. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> I don't know if I can follow that one up, but uh, yeah, I can't stop that one. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I I brought the big turkey legs. My bad. (laughs) Thanks for this, Chad. It was fun. All right. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I mean, we do this every Thursday. I know tonight's a special night. Uh, We did it early so everybody can enjoy the Thanksgiving. I might do one tomorrow um, just because I'll be bored of shit uh, waiting for BCS to hit. So, uh, you know, everybody, you know, everybody, uh, you know, eat your heart out tomorrow, drink, be safe, be careful, um, you know, do it upright, Uber if you have to, but uh, I want to hear everybody's stories next week when we do our podcast. Uh, I'm sure there'll be good beer chasing stories. A lot of things are coming out next week. Joey, you got any last words? Nothing terribly important outside of echo your guys' sentiments. Everybody be safe, be good, be well, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, enjoy your inebriation, but do so responsibly. Love you. Absolutely. Love you guys. Uh, Derek, any last words? Hey, Chad. Uh, What did the man with a slab of asphalt under his arm order? I don't know what. All right, you give up. Uh, A beer, please, and one for the road. I'm out. Keep the dad jokes to a minimum. Actually, no, that's going to be a good segment. I think we're going to do dad jokes next week. We're going to do a whole dad joke segment where you cannot make the other person laugh. I've been watching those YouTube videos. We'll talk about it offline, gentlemen. But uh, drama free, you know what to do. Be safe. Be kind to each other. Quit bitching. Um, have fun. Have, be, and get all those whales this tomorrow and this week. Um, uh, support Small Business Saturday and uh, yeah look forward to you guys in the chug videos in the comments see you guys later we're out Peace.
Peace, I'm out of here. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama.